Callum's just a busy man. He has a lot of voicemails to attend to. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> <back>. <laughs> to episode 16 of the ICU podcast, you host the major. Of course, who else would it be? And I'm once again by the... Oh, let's think of a nickname for you guys this week. The Batman and Robin of co-hosts. It's Callum and Tony. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Great. Great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Attitude. Now, before you guys, I think you'd, us, you'd make a better cat Apparently, woman. there's something up with Callum's voicemails. Nothing's up with my voicemails. Just, 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 just leave it be. No, I want to no, know. He's, he's, he's just been using his voicemail. That's all. Country. What? 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 How come Tony knows he's not even in the same been time zone? Because he left, he just ditched me. He's like, oh, I gotta go check my voicemail. All right, fine, leave me hanging. voicemail is incredibly uh, annoying. Important, um, important voicemails require important alone time. <laughs> I'm sure your provider is <laughs> very happy you're availing of all the services they provide you. <laughs> <laughs> more or less the service <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at ICU Gamer Facebook and Instagram at ICU Gamer Official a uh, few other bits of news this week uh, we actually have our first image for our game guys you haven't seen this yet I'm going to send this to you now okay I want your undivided opinion Shinobi's already seen it because obviously he had to uh, he was, was doing some artwork for us he's switched to doing something else for us now um, but I'm going to send this to you now. One second. Let me know your thoughts. It should now be your messenger, so you should see it. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't it not just be easier to send it on Skype since we're all on Skype? But, okay. Okay. It's nice to see the three green goblins. Well, that's the early stage. It's not actually a goblin. <laughs> that's the image for Aiku. <laughs> it does. They are a little bit tweaking at his early stage concept art, but so it's interesting because to start with, he's more childlike. So I, I think we have to admit, right? You do have ch- children working in that factory of yours, um, and you turn them green. <laughs> Inspiration, um, and then then he gets all bulked up. You know, he's uh, working out a bit. He's trying to impress those those purple ladies. Um. Okay, I like it. I like it. It's actually yeah, cool. your thoughts, Tony. Uh, I could totally see this uh, in animation form. I can see them come to life. Um, I'm curious. What What's the genre you're looking into putting these guys? Uh, we are going with. It's obviously a 3D platformer. No. Um, but... Okay. I think it's perfect for a 3D platformer. This artwork goes well. Yeah. It does. Well, it, uh, we were going to make it in Unreal, but I'm thinking Epic now, considering the Unreal Engine has just released. But we'll get to that in a sec. The open beta for that is now open. Um, but I'm thinking about putting this in Unreal Real. Engine. So are you thinking about making... Is this because of the temporal upscaling they do, so you can make this game look really, really nice? Yes. <laughs> given what the Unreal Engine 5 release has just come out with, it's insane, so... I'm I have putting this no experience with Unreal Engine. <laughs> oh, Unreal Engine is so easy, man. It is such an easy program to use. Literally anybody could do it. 
And it's not. I mean, we, talk, we, talk, we talked about this. Even the Japanese developers Wait, have like jumped on board. They, they like Unreal Engine. Yeah, it's, Wait, it's so Unity. It's, it's easier than Unity by far. How? Like I've always been under the impression I thought Unity was the easier engine. No, it's not. It's really not. It's so. Okay. I found Unity complicated when I was trying to figure out how to get a scene together. I'm just like I don't understand this at all. I'm a engine. Click of a button, you can upload stuff. It's so intuitive. Okay, it's so easy to do. What about the actual design of the game, though? Is that... Uh, what, you mean the art design? Well, not just the art design, but actually getting the levels in, getting the uh, programming in. Like, what languages does uh, Unreal use? We should might as well get a sponsorship, Unreal. <laughs> well, I don't actually know that yet. Because the Unreal Engine 5 has not been released. It's an early access beta. Uh, we are going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, but other than that, how have you guys been? Because obviously, Tony, you've been through monsoon season. Yes. Uh, it's a lovely day today. It's actually horribly warm, but I'm not going to complain. Uh, power's back on. And uh, no interruptions. Uh, been a crazy week. Uh, for as far as work's concerned, but uh, today I was like, it's a good day to do a podcast, and it's things are I nice see. and stable. I... Well, apparently, Unreal did support Python, but uh, yeah, but apparently with Unreal Engine Four, uh, it, it's C plus plus, but uh, it also uses Blueprints, Unreal Blueprints. So uh, that's actually interesting. Yeah, well, we're, Epic has announced that the new engine is going to be leasing uh, full, fully in 2022. Uh, so I'm hoping we're going to be able to start using it now. Um, but other than that, I am moving pretty soon. Uh, so I don't know how much. You're shifting homes. Yeah, no, no, moving in with me. Did you not know? He's, he's, he's it's your, with me, it's your little room at uni, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with my wife and son and dog, yeah. <laughs> You're all bunking together now, are you? My wife gets to sleep on top of each other. Anyway, uh, oh, so the other way, uh, now, I, now I can't unsee this. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to start on with the podcast here. Right, developers have now are downloaded from the Epic Games launcher. Uh, the highlighted demo is a face off against a giant film quality creature called the Ancient, which handles a heavy laser attack that e Hero Echo must avoid. Uh, developers, you can download it now, uh, the demo, and play and modify it as well. Uh, the trailer, if you haven't seen it, looks insane. Uh, Epic said on Wednesday the new features uh, include Nano and Lumin, provide a generational leap in visual fidelity, uh, while the new world partition system enables the creation of expansive worlds with scalable content. Uh, it's hoping to launch the full release in 2022. Uh, developer has got his hands on it already, uh, and what he's been able to do with it is absolutely mental. Um but I want to know your guys' thoughts. Do you think this is going to be... Because obviously this is going to be the future of gaming graphics. What are your thoughts on these graphics? They are mental. It looks a little bit like the Frost. I I've got to say, it looks a little bit like the Frostbite engine in some instances. But it still looks like an evolutionary leap over the other engines that have ever came out before. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, the lighting system's great. It's ray tracing. I think it's using ray tracing. It looks very accurate and very high quality. The temporal resolution, super resolution I've got going. I think this is what's going to finally get us these 8K games. Um, like Even if they don't look as good as AAA games, at least we'll get closer to that 8K target that Sony wants and Microsoft wants in their console. Because why advertise it if they've got no games for it? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about using this because the character creator that came mm. out or the, the demo that released a couple of weeks ago now, the trailers, coupled with this, was going to make games look super realistic. I'm very excited to see what developers can come up with while the, the early access is currently out. Uh, what about you, Tony? What, what do you think of the, uh, the new look of the Unreal Engine? Uh, I think it looks amazing. Uh, it looks gorgeous. Uh, but that's expected with uh, Unreal, right? With, yeah. I mean, with every iteration, they just keep getting better. <clears throat> I think the the crux, the make or break factor is going to be in the ease of use, uh, which I know uh, the developers have nailed down, and this is exactly why uh, non-American developers have jumped on board, if you want to use the term. Uh, or developers outside the US have jumped on board. So uh, accessibility uh, and ease of use is, it's, is what's going to determine the success of uh, the next Unreal iteration. And also, I'm curious how Gears of War will look now on this. <laughs> That's just me. Whoa. Why hasn't Microsoft moved Halo over to the Unreal Engine at this point? Mm. I think they probably will do with the next one if this is... If Unreal becomes the standard platform to develop games on, I think they probably will do. But that that could take a few years, knowing how stubborn they are and setting the ways. But there we go. Um, there's also a report this week: Switch Pro will replace the existing model, likely in weeks with an announcement. Uh, new reports suggest redesign could release in September or October. Uh, Nintendo is expecting new Switch model will retail. At $300, which is about the price of a Nintendo Switch right now, and will replace the existing flagship model, uh, most likely in development. Uh, that's according to a new report by Bloomberg, uh, which states that the redesigned yeah. hardware is expected to be announced ahead of next month's, or, well, now in about two days, uh, in about two weeks, well, E3, uh, June 12th. Uh, giving developers room to showcase games. According to Bloomberg, uh, Nintendo will begin assembly of the new Switch as soon as July and um, release the console in September or October. Uh, suppliers are confident they can fulfill Nintendo's orders despite chip shortages. I can't I'm say that again. Chip shortages. Uh, chip shortages. Yeah, I'll, I'm trying not to say that, thanks. A bit prepared <laughs> for the potential component shakeup and the parts Nintendo is using a subject to less competition than those and its rivals. What do you think of this new console? Because we've heard so much about what the new Nintendo Switch model will have. I reckon they will finally have Activision on board with Call of Duty with this new model of Switch. Uh, they will have, obviously, a lot more third-party developers, I think, will end up making games for this new Switch. Uh, whether or not they will be forced to have the games run on the old model, that is up for discussion. But as long as it's backwards compatible, the other versions, and as long as that screen brings old games to life, new life, then um, I'm more than happy for it. I'll be one of the first to pre-order it, hopefully. What about you, Tony? Because you're a bit of <coughs> Nintendo. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So my thoughts are, I mean, uh, YouTube is blowing up with speculation videos from uh, channels that I will not name over here. And uh, again, mm -hmm. that's what it is, mm -hmm. pure speculation, right? Yeah. Uh, we don't have anything concrete until the big N actually comes down and says, guys, this is what we're launching. So June's going to be a very busy month for, for Nintendo uh, because I believe they all, they're also not attending E3, so they'll have another direct where they'll announce more Zelda news, etc. But like Callum pointed out, uh, and I've always been talking about this also, uh, with the introduction of the new hardware, uh, yes, uh, other developers will be on board because it will be a more powerful console, obviously, but I just hope that uh, it doesn't disrupt the market uh, like how they did with the new Nintendo 3DS. Uh, where you could only play, where you couldn't play games developed for that on a regular Nintendo 3DS. And uh, that is my only, uh, that's the only thing that's uh, bugging me about this. Uh, otherwise, if yeah, it's the evolution of the hardware, a faster, a faster console, perfectly fine, you know. Yeah, but you always need to consider that this, the standard switch has been out for four years, and I'd say where the normal switch will be the low end offering, like how you got the Xbox Series S, and yeah. Switch Pro is still going to be the high end offering. And okay, okay, yeah, if they have exclusive games that would suck, but they did promise that the Switch promised and say we meant the uh. Switch family will be supported for ten years. So. Well, we know yeah, the Switch Pro would include a new 7-inch Samsung OLED screen uh, as compared to the 6.2 LCD screen they're currently using. And it's obviously including NVIDIA's DLSS tech. Uh, the recent interview, in a recent interview, Nintendo's president filed an update on Switch hardware saying the company had been able to secure enough semiconductors for immediate production. However, speaking to Nikkei, uh, which I believe is a Japanese mag, uh, Shintaro Fukukawa uh, warned that Switch could experience hardware shortages uh, during this year. Uh, so if it, they've, been able to, they've been able to grab the necessary materials for the next upgrade. Um, I'm hoping that they don't have massive shortages going into launch uh because i think that's probably might might just damage uh the console's release uh also another news horizon release date update is coming very soon followed the most watched state of play from yesterday uh, oh, yeah. west development is on track ahead of a late 2021 release uh this game is getting so much news so oh much God. and it's only released a trailer um the Horizon Forbidden West release date is coming very soon. Studio also released 14 minutes of gameplay on Thursday. Uh, there was no news about the game's release date, uh, but it's some speculated they will be a planned 2021 launch. Uh, they've stated on Twitter they don't have a release date yet, but development is on track and they'll update everyone very soon. According to indie market analyst Benji Sales, the Horizon Forbidden West presentation became the most watched State of play broadcast focus on a standalone PlayStation Studios game. Uh, this is insanely high, uh, considering Demon Souls got 2.2 million views. Horizon has beat it by 100,000. Uh, 
What are your thoughts on this game release? Because I've seen the uh, trailer, uh, watched the gameplay, and I'm. I'm just anticipating like, a December a December release because we're in May. I mean, we're in June tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, we'll be in June. Mm. Uh, so I don't anticipate a weird window. It's not going to release in like October or November, if at all. Sony's going to target uh, holiday season, so December for sure. Yeah. I, I think late November, possibly early yeah. November, late October. I think they're going to wait until next year. Uh, the images that they've shown, I think possibly with the game having gameplay already, uh, with that amount of gameplay plus a trailer, I'm thinking this game maybe have gone gold already or close to gold. I don't see a 2022 release if they're already at this stage. I'm thinking it may so be. The reason why I said 2022 is because they'll probably end up delaying it uh, if something else happened with the pandemic, mm. or because uh, they might see that maybe the holiday season is another game that they want to release rather than this. Um, I mean, I mean, they're going to need a big release for Christmas, and I'm thinking this could be it. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I think Ratchet and Clank is going to be the game that comes out for Christmas, because <clears throat> Christmas is more for the kids, and I think that's going to be the game that's going to come out for the kids. So, mm. Mm. Okay, so let's wait till June, because I'm anticipating some... God of War, Ragnarok, right? Or God of War, whatever. Uh, the next God of War news, because obviously something like this shouldn't release next to God of War. Uh, and I'm just curious, has has Sony uh, has Sony confirmed it'll be a 2021 release date? No, it hasn't been confirmed, but many are speculating it will be. Okay, so... All right, so if it's going to be 2021, I mean, yes, uh, Ratchet is long overdue, but I That's think also the market demographics soon. count. Yeah, the, the market demographic matters. I think the release date for Ratchet is coming out very soon, I think around <laughs> E3. Um, it would make yeah, sense yeah. to put something like this towards the end of the year to kind of yeah. space it out from the other releases they got released in the summer. Um, but speaking of PlayStation... Uh, the PS5 Standard Edition will break even in June. Uh, this From then on, we project they will become increasingly profitable, said Jim Ryan. Uh, the high-end, they are now bringing out another PlayStation model. Uh, they're stating that it could even break this month. So if you've already bought one... Oh, okay. Uh, having launched only last November, uh, PS5 is currently still priced at $500. Uh, for the standard edition and 360 for the digital. Uh, the Speaking to Investor Relations event on Thursday, CEO Jim Ryan said the PS5 cost of goods will match the average wholesale price in June before the hardware becomes profitable in the following months. Uh, another area that we focus on is our console economics. He said, we're pleased to say PS5 standard edition will break even from next month's production. And from then on, we project that it will gradually become increasingly profitable. Um, it'd be interesting considering how if they're bringing out a new console that's fixing a lot of hardware and we there are they they are making one um whether the ps5 standard edition will even be bought by the time that console comes out mm. um, i'm i'm okay, interesting 
I'm wondering, because obviously the, the vast majority of the sales now are standard edition for PS5. Um, if they bring out a new console that's going to be uh, updated from the, the standard edition they've got out now, which includes the fixes for the hardware, uh, for the obviously for the time death of the console when it does happen, um, I could see that sales for the standard edition will drop off or stop even completely. Because people want the version that's not going to break on them or not going to turn into a brick down the line. I think that could be the point. But uh, they've already sold the software. I think the manufacturing costs will be the same for this new one that they're coming out with. Uh, Or even less because they're trying to go to a lower nanometer uh, manufacturing process, which is a way of making things cheaper as well. Mm Hmm. I'm just curious, uh, in these current times, how has manufacturing impacted? Uh, I mean, you know, with COVID around, uh, is the output just as what it was pre-COVID of manufacturing consoles? No, it slowed massively during lockdown um, because of the fact that nobody's in factories. Nintendo stopped making consoles for several months. Exactly. So they couldn't get the parts for it because... The factories were shut to make the parts. Um, and I know this has been a very profitable year for PlayStation, especially in America. But I think that might be because of scalping rather than yeah, regular people buying yeah. consoles. So it's hard to tell on next-gen version because the data there is mixed. But I think there has been slight slowdown as far as production and manufacturing goes. Yeah, and also that you have well, this conspiracy theory theory that uh, b- b- uh, Sony deliberately manufactured uh, a low number of consoles so that to make the consoles seem more sought after, and what we saw as a result was scalping all over the place. Yeah. So I- I- I'm just thinking. I mean, uh, uh, is the PlayStation Five profitable based on the fact that it was manufactured in lower quantities, uh, or will this number change? The same it's time an interesting year, question then, to see why suddenly it's becoming profitable. Yeah, because the PS3 wasn't profitable, neither was the PS4. Uh, mm. At least the launch consoles weren't. So I'm finding yeah, this a little hard about, to swallow. They're not on about the. They're not on about the console itself. They're on about the software sales. Uh, how it Software sales, I, I'll agree. Okay, yeah. I can yeah, never refer to the about. consoles. Oh no, no, no! The console itself not going to become profitable. That's why I'm saying. When they release that new one, it's going to be about the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from a software point of view, yes, uh, digital is the way forward. It's easy, it's convenient, so you make your money there. And uh, cost to put it out to the market is also cheaper, right? Because you just put the files up for upload and people download it immediately, as opposed to packaging something physically in a DVD case or what have you. So software-wise, yeah. Definitely on top. Well, we do now know how much uh, customers have bought games for. Uh, Sony revealed that the, between launch and March of this year, uh, PS5 Digital Edition owners spent 8% more on full games and DLC than standard edition owners, which Ryan said was slightly greater than Sony had anticipated and a very encouraging data point for us, in my opinion. 
the razor blades business model has traditionally been the norm for console makers, as you know, uh, at least in the early stages of the hardware cycle. Devices are sold at a loss, but money's made, obviously, from software and services. Uh, Microsoft has never made a profit, though, on an Xbox console. Uh, that came out in the Epic Games Apple trial last month. Uh, hardware being unprofitable, uh, slightly playing a bigger role in the late 90s, uh, with Nico Partners analyst Daniel Ammon tweeted in response to Microsoft's claim. Uh, the PS4 apparently was the, the first Sony console to flip the above concept somewhat. Yeah, they're growing up, with the, you know. Anyway, Callum, uh, you've got some news for us. I didn't add yes. this to the podcast this week, but I'm going to let you no. go ahead. <laughs> right, so Sonic Central uh, had a live stream two days ago, and uh, basically they revealed the Sonic Colors remaster that is coming on the 7th of September of uh, this year and it is looking good um it looks more like a part of the reversion with new lighting effects slightly higher quality textures higher resolution and it has doubled the frame rate but there doesn't seem to be a, a series x or ps5 optimization i was thinking to myself that would have been the perfect first game to be in 8k uh, Secondly, they teased the new Sonic game, which was also leaked to be called Sonic Rangers, but they retracted that. And uh, it's looking all right. We didn't get to see gameplay, but that is coming out in 2022 at some point. So is the Sonic Origins collection, which is Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD, which would be been a long time since Sonic 3 and Knuckles was last uh, put out and that is coming in 2022 at some point as well but if you own a theme hospital uh the tokyo 2020 olympics game don't know why it's not called 2021 or 22 now um basically these games as well as judgment will have sonic content you can play a sonic theme hospital you can play a sonic in the olympics not against mario against real people and so, yeah, so those are coming out in around September time as well, those little DLC content. But uh, that, but basically, if I was going to go over the Sonic Central review in a nutshell, it started off with the main guy coming up saying, hello, it's been ages since the last Sonic game. Then if we wind it back to the start, because nothing screams Sonic like a messed up on uh unprepared show so it was good though despite that uh we did actually have a question regarding you callum last week i forgot to put this in the podcast because you weren't here um but someone asked where is your accent from someone actually asked that oh that's so sweet well uh it's jordy it's uh from like the newcastle area so anyway so that's <laughs> no, no, no. That, that sounds like some messed up guy in hospital. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we can use that silky accent. Tell us the deals for this week. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so as I do in this accent, this weird. Why do you sound like Smeagol? <laughs> we will be back shortly, people. Canada's just done well. Having a breakdown. 
deals of the week, Callum. What have you got for us this week? I'm back again. So, uh, we got the Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. Nintendo console for £32.99 at 3.65 games. So, you know how it was supposed to stop being manufactured? The price was supposed to go up? Yeah. Well, the price has gone down. And it is £32.99 from 3.65 games. Shove it, scalpers. Um, secondly, I didn't really... I actually completely forgot that there's a Mario Golf game coming out. Did you remember there's a Mario Golf game coming out? No, I I know the reason because it was fun in Nintendo's last uh, last big release or big announcement. So if you remember it and you actually care about it, Mario Golf Super Rush is up for pre-order at three thirty-nine pound ninety-nine at Curry's with the code capital letters F N D D game. So yes, Curry's is a very reoccurring deals of the week here. Shenmue 3 on PC, the Steam key at CD keys, yes, they are back. The legitimacy, who knows? It's £2.69. That's right, £2.69 for Shenmue 3. So that's not terrible, actually. That's really good. And speaking of Sonic, all those autistic kids are screaming and shouting, Sonic! Well, basically, Sonic Colors Ultimate for the PS4 is £27.85 at Simply Games. So, yeah. That's a pretty good price. That is a pretty good price. Thank you very much, Callum. Uh, Sony, speaking of the new PS5 model, uh, has referenced the new console in product registration documents. Uh, Revised hardware looks set to replace the console's existing internal wireless module. Uh, Sony's planning its first revision of the new PS5 hardware. Uh, Spotted by business analyst Roberto Serrano, Sony registered a new wireless communication module and is seemingly applying it to a new PS5 model. Uh, A confidential document referring to the model as CFI-1115A, that's a great name, uh, was uploaded to the Peruvian government's audits and sanctions in communications site. Uh, We use view companies' applications to have devices approved for use in Peru. Uh, the document gives the specifications of the new wireless module named AWXM501, states it'll be used in equipment mod in the new PS5 equipment model. Uh, they showed, uh, Roberto showed the uh, the analyst the image of the, uh, of the document on Twitter. Uh, it's very technical and very, very confusing, but this pretty much confirms the release of a new PS5 model by the looks of it. Yeah, they're tweaking the Wi-Fi, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I, I wouldn't I like know, about... I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Um, Tony, Who did you have one? one? Should we like to go to the sweatshops in China and steal it off those poor <laughs> kids? I don't know. <laughs> Um, no, if you're going to China, you can assemble your own PS5, dude. <laughs> I, don't know why. I don't know why. I don't ask. But, um, <laughs> um, Victorian times, rule. Right. So, uh, Sony Interactive, I like how they've got the little old Sony logo from the PS1 days on there. But, um, by the look of it, the Bluetooth operation's similar. I think it might be a bit faster. The uh, antenna gain's a bit faster. The wireless is a little bit faster. Um, everything just seems a little bit faster, to be honest. So this PlayStation 5 is definitely going to be faster. 
Yeah, I mean, there doesn't need to be a great deal of difference, except when it comes to an antenna gain. Uh, I'm hoping that they fix the hardware with the motherboard. I'm hoping they do. But uh, they suggested the model could relate to the console's first internal redesign uh, from this new PS5. Uh, When connecting to a router via 2.4 gigahertz, the new module will have a peak antenna gain of 4.0 or 3.5 dBi compared to the 6.0 in the launch model, uh, if connecting via 5 gigahertz, the new model's peak antenna gain will be 6.0 as opposed to the 5.0 or 3.5 dBi. It's not clear that will make much difference uh, to connection speeds. However, earlier this month, it was reported Sony would start production on the new PS5 redesign in 2022, uh, which included a new semi-customised 6 and CPU from AMD. It's not cl- clear, though, if this reported model is different to the uh, new model uh, that's currently okay. being uh, circulated online. Uh, in the an investor's call, uh, CFO Hiroki Totoki, he's back, said the company <laughs> was considering various solutions to help it cope with the global shortage of hardware components. Uh, I'm, if, I, if I'm able to get a PS5, I'd want this new model. I want to see if there's any difference. Uh, and by the sounds of it, Sony is confirming it will sell PS5 direct to customers in Europe. In uh, Europe. Yeah, in Europe. Uh, company reveals lo- European launch plans <laughs> for its new PlayStation Direct online store. Uh, the US arm launched PlayStation Direct to sell consoles, games, and accessories direct to customers in September 2019. Job advert posted last December suggested Sony was seeking to build on the successful launch by bringing the store to Europe, a plan that confirmed during an investor relations event on Thursday. It's about time. Uh, during the current business year, which is obviously this year, ended in March next year, the company intends to launch PlayStation Direct in several countries, including Germany, the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg. Uh, the PlayStation Direct has achieved significant revenue in the US market within little more than a year of starting operations. That came from Jim Ryan. Uh, we plan for 300% further growth within this fiscal year. Helped by our upcoming launch in Europe. Uh, in a presentation slide, Sony has stated PlayStation Direct generated over $5 million in 2019, over $200 million last year, and it's expected to bring $600 million this year. But isn't that because of the scalpers buying everything on the Direct? Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> the reason they're making so much money is because people are buying 30, 40 consoles at a time. And it's not, well, bots are buying 30, 40 consoles at a time. Can we really, right, this is the thing, can we really rely on these sales numbers that companies are giving us to the actual popularity of that's, the that's their gen- they're not, they're, Those sales reports aren't generalised. They don't tell you like where those consoles have gone to. No, but you know what I mean. How can we rely on it? Because mostly it's scalpers that's bought it, not people. So we don't know how many people are actually playing these PlayStation consoles compared to it. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're all being resold on eBay as well, which I don't think mm. Sony has access to. Um, but it'd be interesting to see how, how well this next generation does, or the next version of the PS5 does. Uh, according to the aforementioned job advert, uh, the director of the PlayStation Direct European business will be based at in London. Uh, if you're interested in that job, you can apply for it. Uh, this report to the San Francisco-based VP of PlayStation Direct and be responsible for leading the European sales strategy. Sony also claimed on Thursday the standard PS5 model will break even beginning in June this year. 
uh, with presentation documents planned, uh, reveal plans to make Uncharted 4 one of its next PC releases, which I'm very excited for. Uh, Uncharted Uncharted 4 is one of the few games I actually beat a couple of years ago during that year. I didn't get too many games, but that is one game I did. I enjoyed it. It was great. It was great. It's um, a lot better better than the first couple. I will will give it that. It was a lot, storyline-wise, it was a lot better than the first couple, and I found it a lot easier to get hold of. Okay. Do you want to know a good drinking game for everyone to play at home with Uncharted 4? Okay. <laughs> on a hard difficulty, get a bottle of vodka, and for every death that happens in the game, you swap your controller, you know, with your friend, but every death that that player has, he has to have three shots of vodka. Six pins yeah, a lot. Uh, Callum, <laughs> recommending alcoholism. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so, hey. speaking of sales and digital nice uh, game here in the UK, well, you can swap your old uh, well, Xbox One console for an Xbox Series S for as little as forty dollars. It's not the X, which is what I want, but forty pounds or forty dollars is still a very good price. Uh, special trading deals available in stores until June fourteenth. Uh, they have announced a new promotion which will let customers trade in their existing console to get for a new Xbox Series S for £99 or less. The price depends on the console. So if the customers trade in the Nintendo Switch, they will get a Series S for £40. Uh, the, if they trade in a PS4 Pro 1 terabyte or an Xbox One S terabyte, they'll get it for 50 uh, The Harlow branch, which is in London of the game, has tweeted a chart following the full list of trading values for each system. Uh, the most expensive is obviously a Switch Lite. Uh, you'll get it for 100 You have to pay £100. Original console is £100. Um, the Slim PS4 is 80 uh, So there is a, quite a few... Uh, there is quite a few deals... You will have to pay, if you have an original Xbox, you will have to pay 130 Um, But there's still quite a lot off. I'd prefer it if they did it with the Series X, to be honest, because to I be think it's way too available, and I don't think anyone's actually going to buy that. To be fair, the original Xbox is people like buying them for like £40 nowadays because of it. So if all you're paying is £120, £130, that's like 170 quid for a Series S. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good price. I still don't want the S. I want the X. I want the X. This is probably why they're having promotions because not many people want the S. Yeah, that's why they do it. Yeah, but do they mention right? Do they mention if um, if that includes the Connect bundle, that original console? No. So that means you could get even more off if you've got your Connect uh, launch Xbox One. I mean, I don't want the S, though. And I don't know how many people actually want the S because the S has been available in game now since launch. They've had frequent amount of consoles. Nobody's buying it. Everyone wants the yeah. S. They want the disc version. Uh, if you're interested in this deal, though, you can get it from now. It lasts until Monday, June 14th. And it's only available in retail stores. You can't get this deal online. Uh, game War count is required for the deal. So if you don't already have one, you can get one. It is free, though. Uh, Gamer said the trading console must be in good working order. 
satisfactory quality and pass all security checks. Most also come with an official controller, HDMI cable, power cable, and charging cable if one is needed for the controller. What uh, if I were to tell you, mm. right, Major, that yeah. I have an X1 S, right, that yeah. I am wanting to trade in, yeah? Mm. Uh, let's say I trade it in because I want rid of it. Let's say I trade it in, I get the Series S, you give me £200 for a Series S. I don't want a Series S. I said for £200, though. That's not I, I don't, I don't. I don't want... I wouldn't pay 200 quid for it because I don't want it. <laughs> See, I, I want think you're missing out. I want but, the disc version. I don't want digital. I want disc. But think about it. You can then sell the S for 250 You make yourself £50 profit, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you can put that towards an X. Yeah. At the same time, though, my next phone contract is due pretty soon. So in about five, six months, I'm pretty much going to get the Series X from whoever's got a deal on. Or if I can't do that, I'll buy one out right when my next paycheck comes in. So I'd rather wait for a Series X. I wouldn't want a Series S. It's not something. And I'm interested, that's all. Because okay. I, I, I prefer disc. I've got so many games that I could use a disc, and then I'd have to sell them all to get them, buy them off the Xbox store. That's not happening. Honestly, what they should have done was had the Series S with a disc drive. And I wouldn't mind if they had that option there for £100 more, 350 just to compete with the PlayStation 5 uh, disc model. But they haven't done that. Yeah. I mean, they're not. Oh, they're uh, to ability to add the disc tray in would be nice. I mean, you'd have yeah, to pay some like amount of money like for it, it, but I'm not. Thinking, I, um, yeah. You know the HD DVD drive that used to come with the 360 back in the day, something like that, perhaps even. You know, yeah. like an extension. You just plug it in, and uh, you can play your disc games. That would have been a nice addition. Something I mean, it is that. significantly cheaper than the uh, the Series X, it and is. it is smaller, but it's just ugly as hell. And I don't know how many people out there actually yeah. play just digital, because I certainly don't. And I ne- I've never bought a game digitally, and I never will. I always play my games on disc because I like to have the physical game, especially if that console breaks, and then I can get another console mm-hmm. and play. Need to play it otherwise. Series S was a bad idea, but it works yeah. for some people. Yeah. You know. some, some people, but it's not as many as I think Microsoft and PlayStation were hoping for. But anyway, moving on to the next story. Uh, the Also, Far Cry has been announced. Uh, it has the most weapons in the series, and one of them plays the Macarena. Uh, I've been really looking forward to Far Cry 6. I'm so happy it's now coming out. Uh, Far Cry will include uh, the series... Oh, Oh, went weird there. Uh, series highest number of weapons, uh, including downright strangest, including a CD launching gun that plays the Macarena. Uh, we learned about Far Cry's wealth of weaponry in the hands-off preview, uh, discovering not only that it just has the not just has the most weapons, but also the most varied collection in Far Cry history. Uh, this stems from the game's resolver philosophy, by which guerrilla fighters will use any and all available resources to get what they need. In Far Cry's case, these gorillas tend to need to tend to be very strange guns. Uh, so there's mm. the El Pequeno. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys which one would you prefer? Uh, Far Cry, uh, El Pequeno, a minigun built out of a motorcycle engine, 
That sounds very cool. Uh, Supremos, which is a super weapons that can be carried and deployed from your backpack. Uh, my personal favourite, though, is this CD player launcher, which plays the Macarena. I really want this. Uh, for any re- some reason, every disc appears to be a CDR with a single track. Los Del Rios 1993 dance classic, no Macarena. Uh, there is footage online if you were looking to check it out. The full preview is available on YouTube. Alongside weapons, vehicles are also fully customizable. And the game as a whole seems to be pushing more than ever on Far Cry's Play How You Like style with multiple paths. Uh, there is also a announced launch date, uh, which I'm thankful they finally put together. Uh, there's also asking, there is a question from IGN, why it's the largest location yet is the right step for the series. Um, you can find this on uh, IGN.com. Uh, the Far Cry series has built its reputation on carefully created conflicts. Uh, there's obviously a brand hands-off showcase of Far Cry 6, which just released, uh, which you'll get a healthy glimpse of everything in the game. Uh, there's after also, after a bizarre companions and wacky weaponry, are Far Cry staples at this point. Uh, the total bold step for the series appears to be the world of Yarra and the slavish attention to detail Ubisoft has put into applying for the Far Cry 6. First ever full scale country open world. Uh, so you'd be able to basically traverse this whole country. After the gameplay uh, demonstration, uh, David Grievel, uh, who is the lean gameplay designer, and Ben Hall, which is the world director, was more than happy to talk about Yara's capital city, Esperanza, the Cuban inspired resolver philosophy, and everything in between. Hall said, Yara is a unique country. It has its own, it's built as its own place. Reflects heavily on the references that we took from Cuba and other Caribbean islands. Cuba in specific, the most interesting elements from the landscape was something that really inspired us. Uh, how they asked the question, how do you apply the rules of the Far Cry games into a complete urban environment? Uh, they said, I think the biggest opportunity comes with building a country that is in terms of infrastructures, you have to support the fact that it's a whole country. Uh, Esperanza, of course, is the main city. Um, there is also the release date was officially announced. It is coming out October 7th. Are uh, you going to be picking this game up? Because I think this has been delayed now. It's supposed to have come out April. I think March or April this year. It's been pushed back to October. But I don't I'm delayed Far Cry a bit more. I don't. I think they've delayed it enough, to be honest. The Epic Games uh, also has settled a lawsuit over Fortnite and Rocket League. Uh, what is your thoughts on, before we jump into that, what is your thoughts on Far Cry 6? It is a Far Cry from 5. I'm joking. It's actually great. It's a great looking game by the look of it. It might actually be better than 5. 5 wasn't that great for me. 4 was... Great. Uh, three was fantastic. I just totally couldn't back. I, th- I think the big selling point for this game, though, is Juan Carlos Opposito from Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Yep. I just, yep. I just want to do the Macarena, man. <laughs> I want to see if he could do the Macarena as well. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. No, I can, I can totally cool see, mo- I, I can totally see models jumping on board and throwing in whatever tracks they want. You know. Mm. So the Macarena, that's that's going to spawn another subculture, totally. That would be pretty cool, especially if they added that, uh, what's it, what's that song? Uh, 
reminds me of Blake. I'll think of it in a minute. I'll think of it in a minute. I'll come back to it. Uh, but anyway, Epic Games has settled a lawsuit over loot boxes. You can still actually apply for this class action lawsuit as well. Uh, so Epic Games has set the lawsuit. They said you may be eligible to claim for in-game currency or real cash thanks to this lawsuit. Uh, this came from CNET. Uh, the Fortnite and Rocket League players who have purchased a loot box have the opportunity to get real money from it. Uh, the settlement stems for a 2019 lawsuit, which Epic was sued over the use of loot boxes that were purchasable by miners. Uh, this is a landmark case in legal uh, for gaming, especially with the uh, announcement of, lo- of loot boxes becoming illegal in certain countries. Uh, you'll be able to, you'll need to keep your expectations in check, however. Uh, because there are certain quite criteria to apply for the funds, virtual or not. Uh, you have to go to epicloopboxsettlement.com. Uh, this coming out on Monday, allowing players to file claims on loot boxes purchased in Fortnite and Rocket League. Anyone who has purchased a loot box in either uh, the Fortnite Save the World, which is a co-op tower defense survival variant of the game, and not the popular Battle Royale version, or Rocket League will make you receive 1,000 V-Bucks or credits. Uh, the in-game currency for Fortnite and Rocket League, respectively. Uh, this in-game currency will go directly to your account. Uh, you need to have made the purchases after July 1st, 2015. And before the date of preliminary approval, which is yet to be determined. Those who wish to file a claim for real money can do so. But you'll need to provide more details. People who use real money to acquire virtual currency in order to buy in-game items... Uh, and believe that the purchase was consumer fraud or a breach of contract and filled the road damages because of the transaction can submit a claim. Also, anyone who was a minor, so if you were under 16 at the time that they bought the game, or 18 if you're in the US, uh, is bought as an in-game item in their own money without parental permission. So if you don't have parental permission, your parents don't know, yeah. you're going to have to open up, uh, can request a partial refund or in-game currency. Uh, this also, they've stopped allowing random loot box items in Fortnite, Loot Llamas, and Rocket League crates because they realise some players were repeatedly disappointed by not receiving the random items they hoped for. That came from Tim Sweeney. Players should know upfront what they're paying for when they make in-game purchases. So Elite Epic are confirming that loot boxes are wrong. Uh, players should, obviously, there is no far, so far no date on when the claim period will end. It appears the settlement is still being worked on. So you can get some real money back if you have bought a loot box in either of those games. Uh, in further news, before we jump into a break, Elite Dangerous Community protests after the Odyssey expansion launches broken, unfinished and shallow. Uh, so there's been an uproar over the uh, over the announcement of the Elite Dangerous Odyssey. Uh, reviews are overwhelmingly negative. We have got a couple of reviews here. Uh, for what, what Elite's most anticipated expansion. So the Elite expansion came out this week and uh, plays a bit of an uproar. The game has been negatively reviewed in droves. The current sits at 33% positive on Steam uh, with a rating of mostly negative. Uh, that's compared to the 70% from the five-year-old game's core release. Uh, use a slight range of issues, mostly fixated around poor performance in all manner of hardware. Minimal requirements to the recommended hardware. Uh, generally, only users will absolute top of the line specs or reporting good performance even those users though are complaining that features will have built in the game for years are suddenly broken like vr rendering in surface craft and space flight 
multiplayer features widely reported to be broken as well. If you are a top player with a or a solo player, I should say, with the beefy top of the line PC, then you are going to be okay. However, if you're like me, who someone who enjoys online games with friends and doesn't have a top of the line PC, then you're going to have to wait. Uh, finally, many users say that use expansion has very little new content. It adds a first-person on-foot mode to the Galactic Sandbox. That mode still has very little going on. A bare handful of games from plants to find and survey, as well as repetitive shooter missions in copy-and-pasted surface bases. The redesign interface has also been widely criticised, not just for rendering, uh, but for more common actions, more difficult, and require more button presses to work. This isn't good news for Frontier. Uh, the reviews have been coming in regularly, and I've got a couple here. Uh, so I'm going to read you some of these reviews because they're pretty damning. Um, Severed Skulls uh, uh, said on Steam, Truthfully, I have a lot to say in regards to genuine criticism, as this expansion's utterly pathetic state. Where if Frontier devs themselves don't care enough to put forth a finished product, after multiple years, and I don't care enough to put forth a finished review. A disco on that is rather long, though. Uh, also, there's been other reviews on here going looking down the list. Obligatory look how they managed massacred my boy. Uh, that came from Zagor Ed. Uh, my first negative Steam review is for a game I love. Promise I'll come back and change it if things improve. Also, Dave State, he said that based on launch day experiences, uh, He's chasing bugs, trying just trying to play and have some fun. Missions are bugged and not worth it. As usual, the penalties for failing some missions are stunningly severe, which is extremely frustrating since you'll be failing missions left, right and centre for reasons outside of your control, usually server issues. There's also questions on here about why the game is rated at full price given that the uh, game is overtly broken. Um, also, in other bits of news, uh, Elite Dangerous Director uh, has apologised for the new expansion issues. The community has been experiencing multiple performance issues and bugs since the game or the update has released. Uh, the Director of Elite Dangerous apologised, stated on uh, the Elite Dangerous forums this past Friday, I would like to apologise wholeheartedly to those who have been suffering from these problems. I'd like to reassure you that we take these issues very seriously and that are our top priority and focus. Uh, a first hotfix has been implemented, but Graham goes on to mention the second hotfix is on the way. Why do you think they launched this game, Brokers? Because this seems to be a frequent thing where they just rush something out and it doesn't work. Welcome to the gaming economy. <laughs> they have to get the game out. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. They get a game out, you know, they don't care if they break some people's legs, you know, in the workplace. You're not finished the game properly, I'll break your leg. And they break their legs and they release and they can't finish the game. So they release the game anyway. They lock them in the cupboard and they beat them. Aye. They feed them. <laughs> they feed them hard drives, man. They feed them hard drives. They just don't get their daily five a day in there. I think Callum's off his meds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you but no, like yeah, have you not heard he's, of how he's on bad... something else altogether? Yeah. <laughs> have you not heard how bad though these these uh, programmers are treated 
in a lot of video game companies as well. And this could actually be something that should be looked into that could actually attribute to why games are being released broken. Not just because they're being stressed, not because of the deadline, not because they're being hit on the back of the head every time their boss walks past them. No, it's it, it, it's they're being mistreated and then they're not getting the attention they need. They, they need more cuddles is what you're saying. Yes, they need the kisses, the cuddles, they need picked up and rocked like a baby. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying <laughs> is they need to be trapped better, you know? Yeah, I mean, they are working 80 hours a week. Exactly. Week, That's more than a normal at the same job. Time, don't look, I mean, you don't, what, you, what they should do is not launch a game, right? Finish the game first and then announce a release date. That's what they should do. Instead, they announce a release date and they rush to finish the game. It's incredibly bloody stupid. Um, Odyssey is the piece of DLC that allows players to disembark from the ship. So this is the first time you'll be able to go out on foot in Odyssey in uh, Elite Dangerous. I did have a go at the base game uh, last week. I did have try to have a go at it on console. I'm not a fan because the controls are extremely confusing, uh, especially when it comes to trying to launch land your jet on say a on a base uh it is not an easy thing to do um but three thousand reviews have been put forward for this new dlc and they're mostly negative on steam that's not a good look frontier with a game that's been out for so long now and that is so Mm. widely popular three thousand reviews being mostly negative has got a it's got to get their back up just a little bit do you think? I mean, is do you think that this, they could look at this and go, right, we're not going to bring out another DLC then? Maybe, but the, the game's broken and no one buys it. They say they're going to fix it, but they never do, and then it's just it's just a never-ending cycle then, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to bring out new content for our game because no one's buying it, but then it's like, well, the game's broken. I mean, I mean, hearing you guys talk about this game and the reviews like this, for some reason, I was reminded of the Avengers, the Avengers game. Yeah, I mean, that you know? game's got mostly, it's got mostly negative reviews. Yeah. It's, it's got slammed. It got slammed. It, it absolutely got destroyed on, especially yeah. on Steam. Um, but the I'm, only I'm, I'm also wondering. I'm also wondering, though, I mean, these developers when they work on DLCs now, this game probably released before covid uh, hit us right yeah yeah uh, i'm wondering i mean <sighs> what are their working conditions like to talk about what callum was touching on uh, well it's gonna they're probably what most studios went were working mo- remotely during that period yeah 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 exactly so they're, they're sitting at home but they're probably getting frequent calls from the line manager or their lead developer or whatever it was at the time Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's that's quite a lot of stress because you're now struggling at home. But at the same time, there isn't very much excuse for launching. I don't blame the developers. I don't mm-hmm. blame the development team. I blame the people in charge that yep. announced the game coming out when it wasn't wasn't working and wasn't ready. That's narrow sightedness and kind of stupid. Um, but they've also rec- there's one user on Steam uh, from Super Dark Nova who pretty much summed up the community's feelings. And I think this is a perfect quote. Uh, I can only recommend this DLC if you have the patience and keep a calm mind while dealing with crashes, bugs, lack of optimization, and lack of co-op. Uh, if you're a solo player with a beefy top-of-the-line PC, then you're totally fine. 
But he went on to say, if you have a mid-tier PC, then just wait before buying. Uh, I think that's a perfect statement uh, to end this on. Uh, moving on, uh, we're going to have some music now. We'll be back in just a little bit. Thank you very much for joining us in the IC Game Podcast. See you in an hour. <laughs> With the Whitney, just hella deals, two for 25 and four for 50. No G unit, no 50. Hella goon bags around me, moving shifty. Yeah, them man, death will get you lifted. 13 shells, that's 13 bodies. If I get bagged, I know my dogs done got me. Hackney boy, but I'm always in dotty. Straight face shots, no legs, no AM charges. And go I'm about to be a gold girl. Is only cold weather. I'm more pissed if we don't roll together. I just feel like I should know better. I know nothing goes forever. But when I go, I hope they all remember. When I go, I hope they all remember. I ain't never been no pretender. I just had a dream I bought that mansion with a Lambo It's mad though, just lost 12 in that bando Angry, out here, feds by the play park Natural born hustler, free a warlord Braveheart, woke young and never fell asleep in no graveyard Block boy, just bust case, my life's dirty White girl, Fergie, sitting in that bottom of that pot She looking worthy, we're talking about Burberry Talking about Louis, Gucci, Prada I'm having talks with this straight drop You see this nine pop, bring back ten straight hour clock Life's mad gang, I earn a lot Living life on the block, had to earn a spot I dropped in half for this farmer with a hundred shots Under armour, under armour to protect the spot Gang shit, all I know is selling rocks Go about to be a gold girl On the road is only cold weather I'm more pissed if we don't roll together I just feel like I should know better I know nothing goes forever But when I go I hope they all remember When I go I hope they all remember Never been no pretender. The last time I wrote something, it was Friday the 13th. Jason. Two days are gone and I'm still doing wrong. Don't wanna get rolled on. Gotta watch who I business with. Watch who I move with, creep with, sleep with. Even gotta watch myself too. The skillers out there gripping. The kill man for nothing. Shit ain't funny. No one's laughing. We out here grafting, blasting. Brothers with the text and the gold text. Dressed to kill, you know the deal. I'm just gonna talk on some Cali and chill. I saw on the corners, I make a meal. Sitting on wheels, doing dodgy deals. Eating four meals. All I know, I social skills, and that's my life for real. Go about to be a gold girl. On the road, there's only cold weather. I'm more pissed if we don't roll together. I just feel like I should know better. I know nothing goes forever. But when I go, I hope they all remember. When I go, I hope they all.
lover. I ain't never been no pretender. Though I'm about to be a gold girl. On the road, there's only cold weather. I hope it's to be no road together. I just feel like I should know better. Man, I know nothing goes forever. But when I go, I hope they all remember. When I go, I hope they all remember. Go get us by Boss Man Shine City featuring Shine City AV. Go check the full music video out right now on Shine City AV's YouTube channel. Uh, you can download the song also from iTunes right now as well. Uh, moving on. Welcome back. Uh, last two stories of this well, last three stories of this week. Uh, Zelda Amiibo, uh, the Paywall's new Skyward Sword. I know this would interest you, Tony, because you want this. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But it's now behind a paywall on an Amiibo. Uh, so the new Samus Returns hard mode has locked its toughest mode by home in the Amiibo paywall. Uh, many big titles were revealed, obviously, during the Spotlight E3 2017, uh, one of which was Metroid Prime 4. Uh, but those who stopped watching before the start of Treehouse Live missed out on another big reveal, which was Samus Returns. The game is a remake of Metroid 2, uh, which was a Game Boy sequel in 3DS update. The game has been given a new visual. What's that? Didn't we already get this? Didn't we already get this? Hi, Samus Returns. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting to it. Hold on. I'm getting to it. Hold on. Right. So, fans are quick to comment linking the unlocking of the modes to the purchase of the Amiibo. They were obviously given a hard time for this when this game launched because it was stuck behind an Amiibo paywall. However, Zelda... Skyward Sword has now done exactly the same thing. Uh, so if you go on uh, eBay, on Best Buy, you have to pay £25 uh, to get the Amiibo, which is the Zelda and Loftwing. Uh, the Skyward Sword update is now locked behind the Amiibo. Um, give me one second, my website's crashed. Cut that bit of space. Oh one second. One second. One second. One second. Tony, should we cut that out, Tony? Cut what out? <laughs> Can we cut that what out? Your right, oh, so never mind. I'm back. I'm back. I've got it. One second. Right. So uh, the remake has put this obviously twenty-five dollars to buy the amiibo. You have to buy the amiibo to get a fast travel feature. Do you? Why has Super Nintendo not? Learned their lesson. This is very well, uh, <coughs> They did okay. the same with Samus Returns. You had to buy the amiibo, and now okay. they've done it again. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant. First of all, this is the nature of the collectibles market, and it's not just amiibos. I talk about statues, uh, statuettes, maquettes, action figures, cars, you name it, and amiibos. Right? Scalping will happen. And scalping is already happening for consoles. We just have to accept that. Uh, it will just spread to other avenues as well. Uh, I did some research and I found out, uh, look, I really like how this Amiibo looks. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of the loft wings uh, because they look like mutant penguins. To, uh, not penguins, mutant uh, pelicans, rather. So it's almost scary. But I really like the Zelda portion. Uh, one of the best designs ever for Princess Zelda. Uh, that being said, um, 
what this amiibo allows you to do is to fast travel from any point in the game which wasn't there correct me if i'm wrong in the original uh, skyward sword uh, the original skyward sword had 7 to 9 uh, loftwing points so i understand uh, people labeling this as a paywall and i totally respect from where i am coming i'm not going to buy the amiibo uh i am actually uh, i have aliexpress for other means which i do not want to describe on this podcast uh, unless the major allows me to uh but uh, yes i will not be getting the amiibo but i am not too uh ticked off uh because of this because simply because i'm getting the game that i pl- played on the nintendo wii the wii u so there you go okay well Nintendo stole Metroid Samus Returns from an independent developer. Mm-hmm. Um, they then charged people extra for the game on top of that, and now they're doing the same with Zelda. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to do with Nintendo these days? I mean, here's, also, here's the other thing about Nintendo, right? It's uh, the, the, bar- the barrier to entry is cheap, but you pay a lot more for the other stuff, for the games, the peripherals, and the amiibos, right? Uh, it's just the way Nintendo is. Well, uh, they did this on the 2019. Uh, you couldn't obviously do the fast travel on the 2011 original game, uh, but getting to yeah, Skyward Sword's aerial everywhere required you to visit certain points on the surface. Uh, but that's something yeah. you'll have to do in the remastered unless you purchase the figure. Uh, most Zelda fans obviously aren't too happy about this uh, because it's an extra purchase that wasn't announced when the game was announced. Uh, Nintendo could have added the improved travel system free of charge. An amiibo adding an exclusive feature to a Zelda game is obviously not new. They did this with Breath of the yeah. Wild. Uh, you had to summon a Wolf Link companion with the amiibo Nintendo release for the Zelda uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. It is a cool yeah. feature, but it does mean more money. Yep. Uh, which yep. I know a lot of people are not happy about because of the fact that it's costing them additional money to do something that really should be in the game to begin with. It doesn't make totally, sense to me. Totally. No, I see where they're coming from, uh, Major. And uh, on another note, these amiibos look gorgeous, yeah? Like on your yeah. cabinet, on your on your showcase or what have you, they look gorgeous. But I was late to the party and I was like, I can't afford any of this. So I decided to, you know what, I'm not getting an amiibo ever. <laughs> but for the purpose of the utilization of the NFC functionality, I'd actually go to friends who have Amiibos and just scan it to check it out. And uh, then there's always uh, the option of uh, a dear friend who has an NFC writer. And I, I won't say beyond that. If you have those two, you're sorted as far yeah, as you I've, I've uh... got quite a few for Amiibo <laughs> cards. I haven't got any for the Amiibo figures. Um, but especially boom, boom. for Animal there Crossing, I, I collect the yes. Amiibos. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably what I'll also... do for, for this one as well. Well, speaking of people getting backlash, uh, Sony uh, is facing a lot of backlash this week after Borderlands 3 crossplay is blocked on PlayStation. Uh, this is obviously huge news at the moment. Uh, so The Verge has reported uh, Borderlands 3 is getting crossplay support, but not on PlayStation. Uh, it's set for crossplay support soon. You won't be able to get it on PS4 or PS5. Gearbox, who are the developers, revealed is ready to enable full crossplay support. But the publisher 2K required it to be moved for PlayStation consoles. The CEO for Gearbox, Randy Pitchford, revealed the details in a Twitter post 
I think yesterday or the day before, knowing we've been required by the publisher to remove cross-play support for PlayStation consoles to pass certification. It's not immediately clear why two games has asked Gearbox according to the article to remove PlayStation cross-play or whether it's related to Sony's general disdain. Uh, they've reached, obviously, out for Gearbox and 2K to comment. Uh, there's been no response. Uh, in other certain circumstances, Epic uh, will have to pay additional revenue to Sony for crossplay. Uh, if somebody were primarily playing on PlayStation, but paying playing on iPhone, this might trigger compensation. Uh, this came from, the, of course, the recent Epic versus Epic trial. Uh, Sony initially blocked crossplay support also for Rocket League and Minecraft, despite Nintendo and Microsoft both enabling them on Xbox and Switch. Uh, which is obviously really blown up with Sony Blocks Fortnite crossplay in 2018. Uh, also going on with this article, uh, Fortnite has also been blocked uh, between PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. Um, you can, of course, play on Xbox, PC, Mac and mobile. Uh, this was from 2018. There was obviously massive backlash from this, why they would block it. And it, there appears to be an answer. Um, why Sony is so heavily against crossplay? Uh, they have responded uh, with their excuse being uh, from 2017. Uh, the article states that Sony's excuse for blocking is both hostile and stupid. Uh, so in an interview, uh, they said the reason they're blocking it, uh, they were uh, approached by Microsoft and Nintendo uh, for crossplay on Rocket League and Fortnite and Minecraft. Uh, they turned it down, and their reason for it is thusly. Uh, it's PS4 sales are strong, and they don't feel the need to support other consoles. Uh, Spencer said he's left, obviously said that he left the door open for them. Uh, Microsoft has also blocked mods, but they've never blocked crossplay. Uh, Sony's response is that their console is too strong to support it, is their answer. Uh, this but it was too strong? Yeah, sales are too strong, and they don't want to enable crossplay. Sony also stated that they really hated PS4 crossplay. Confidential documents have revealed this came from a few weeks ago. We've only just obviously seen this. Uh, it's no secret, obviously. Sony does not like crossplay. This has been going back years now. Uh, Epic Games originally pleaded with Sony to enable crossplay, uh, which was emails that came out in the Epic Games v Apple case. Uh, which was recent. Uh, they can't think of a scenario where Epic doesn't get what they want. It possibly went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest PlayStation game on sale. Uh, that came from Joe Craner, which is Epic's vice president of business development. They've proposed. There's an art. There's an email here where they proposed to PlayStation uh, to announce crossplay that was turned down until Fortnite became the biggest played game on the PlayStation Four. Uh, this make a huge win for us. Epic's not changed its mind on the issue. So let's just agree on it, said Karina. Uh, Sony obviously didn't agree at all and refused. Uh, the cross-platform revenue share uh, for the first year was 95%. So Sony was stand to make money. They just didn't want to give games out on their console via crossplay. They thought that their console was too big to do that. Uh, kind of an ego there. But... But, but, but Nintendo's bigger than Sony and they're doing crossplay. Yeah, Sony th Sony's got in their head that they're bigger than Xbox. Yeah, which they are. They're sold more than Xbox. 
Yeah, well, but at the same time, other con- both other consoles are allowing it, as well as on PC and yeah. mobile, yeah. so as the only one isn't. Switch is the biggest console at the moment as well, so if Switch is doing it, Sony, that's not your excuse. If you if they're saying they're too powerful, or the Xbox One, more, or the Xbox One X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. So what is their p- argument? They don't have one. It's pathetic. It's childish. And, uh, just get me a drink. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone I think keeps on the story. Away from him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this that's the that's... basically they've blocked crossplay for play Borderlands three, and players are not happy. What is your response, Tony, to Sony's answer on this? Why they're not uh, obviously heard of Callum. <laughs> See, uh, it, it, this is not the Sony I know. This is not the Sony I know, and. Uh, I just feel there's a lot more to the story. Uh, I can't believe Sony is just being a total beep about this. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, a while ago there was a tweet where Sony, Nintendo and Xbox all together were promoting for people to be safe and on each other's Twitter platforms putting up a picture of all three logos and what have you. And now they're being like total beeps about this. Um, uh, crossplay. I mean, playing uh, what's that one? Uh, not Fortnite. Uh, that other uh, Apex uh, on uh, Switch is atrocious. But still, mm. at least you can play crossplay with other players. It's not fair because the depth of field is pathetic on the Switch, right? I mean, I can be swiped. I mean, sniped, but I can't see anybody far away. That being said, hey, at least I can crossplay. But uh, Sony should think about this. I don't know why. Why? I'm not, I'm not feeling. I just think there's a lot more to the story. Uh, it, this is probably going to develop further. It's odd because Sony's allowing their games to be put on PC yet they won't open up about crossplay. Yeah, I thought I don't understand their reasoning. Yeah. they're not they're not as big as Xbox and Nintendo. I mean, they are big as far as sales, but they're all on the same sort of level playing field. They're not this super giant that is above all else. Especially for games that they don't own either, like Minecraft. You don't own Minecraft, you don't own Fortnite, but they won't allow cross-play on it. They won't allow people on other platforms to play with each other. It's kind of stupid, to be honest. It doesn't make sense, because they're, they're making money from it. They're going to get paid for it, so I don't see their issue. Uh, but the question you know, for this... I'd understand this, I'd understand oh, this okay. argument... I'd understand this argument if we're talking about the PS3 and Xbox 360 crossplay. Uh, forget about how things were back then. Uh, the architecture of both platforms would have been a serious uh, barrier to get crossplay to work. But uh, PS4 and uh, the Xbox One onwards, till this current generation, the architecture is very, very similar to that of a PC. It's actually a PC, in fact. And hence, you see ports of the horizons and what have you coming on the PC. Uh, so what is stopping them from doing crossplay? I mean, it can't be hardware. It really can't. It can't because the the PS4 and the PS5 are more than capable of supporting that. Yes, it's not is. it's not that big a deal. But if Xbox can do it and Nintendo Switch can do it, <coughs> which is arguably a less powerful console, PlayStation can do it. They just don't want to because they think they're too big. Unless they have other plans and they can't talk about it. Uh, But moving on to the last bit 
we've got for this week is our question. Uh, so we've just had the PlayStation Plus and Xbox. Obviously, we can't put these up at the moment because, uh, well, we haven't been able to put these up because the website's been down. But yeah. June's free PlayStation Plus and Xbox games with gold released yesterday. Uh, we're going to decide the question for this week is which is a better announcement. Uh, so PlayStation for June 2021 includes Star Wars Squadrons, Virtual Fighter 5 and Operation Tango. Whereas Xbox Games with Gold uh, announcement for this for next June uh, will include uh, the Xbox Games with Gold include Justice Gods Among Us, The King's Bird, Shadows Awakening and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. Which is a better release or better announcement? Which ones are the options again? Right, so Microsoft has Injustice Gods Among Us, The King's yeah. Bird, Shadows Awakening, and Neo Geo Battle Coliseum, whereas PlayStation have announced Star Wars Squadrons, Virtual Fighter 5, and Operation Tango on PS5. Yeah, PS5's the better. Yeah. Even though Xbox has more games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty quick um which of these playstation games are you most looking forward to operation tango is something i've been looking to play but i don't have a ps5 what's your fighter for me yeah i think that's gonna probably gonna be the standout of this playstation plus yep yep is totally. there no games on the xbox you'd be interested in though on that on on the xbox announcing games with gold for next month is there no games on there you'd you could sit up to be anywhere uh, near but, uh, No, I mean, for me, it's a no-brainer. I'm a sucker for versus fighters. So the moment I heard about I was like, yeah, that's where I'm going. Because I, I saw this just thing better. where they're releasing a slightly more re- revamped version of Virtual Fighter. So, and it was, for me, it's the start of polygonal fighting games, polygonal versus fighting games. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just flock to it. <laughs> Well, Tony's life is just more fun. There's more name to the games and more gameplay. I don't know any of the games that Microsoft's on about, to be fair. So, I mean, I know Injustice Gods Among Us. I know that one. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, Neo Geo yeah. Battle Coliseum. I love Neo Geo oh, games, so I'm, yeah. I'm happy they're bringing that. But, yeah, I think PlayStation's pretty much won it this month. Again. Um, yeah. But as far as that goes, thank you, everyone, for joining us. That is the end of the podcast. Uh, I've been the major. I've been joined here, thankfully, this, this week. Callum and Tony, thank you very much for joining us, guys. He had been the major, but now he is the minor. <laughs> You'd like that, though, wouldn't you? No, 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 can't do that. You'd like to join the little slaves in China, right? Go now with that now. I'm taking over the podcast yeah, now. Go back to, off. Check your voicemail. Check your voicemail, Callum. I'm sure you have messages. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, I still want to know what these messages are. I still want to know what these voicemails are. Nobody's told me yet. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, I can't. Not while you're recording. It's, 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 uh, it's Callum's thing to tell. <laughs> I can't. Me, me and Tony, we have a conversation later. Like, I'm sucking them too hard. Well... Oh, I'll get out of you, but anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at ICU Gamer, Facebook and Instagram at ICU Gamer Official. 
Uh, and thank you, everyone, for joining us. I've been the major. Thank you, Callum and Tony. You're not Be welcome. safe, everyone. You're not welcome, you cheeky bug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everyone. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Take care. We'll be back next week. Take Same care. time. Same place. Take okay. care, guys. Bye.